836. We're a minute behind. And I apologize to Coach London for being that minute behind. It's always want to keep on pace, on schedule. Coach, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Coach Mike London of the William & Mary Tribe in Williamsburg this morning and uh, coming off of a bye week. Coach, how, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, Big Al. Good morning to you and the listening audience. Thank you, sir. Uh, bye week needed at this point. Good time to take it. You were six games in. You still are. And then five games remaining on the schedule. You've been going at it since uh, late July, early August. And uh, mid-October, certainly a good time to take that pause. Uh, coming off of a, an upset loss to Elon and then, of course, UVA. Uh, boy, I tell you what, you, you're leading 13-3 to early in the second quarter, Coach. And then we'll rehash that for a minute. And we'll look forward to Towson uh, coming up this week. But tell us a little bit about Virginia game if you would coach yeah as you said uh got off to a pretty good start and um actually we go before going into halftime with about seven seconds left uh they got behind us and you know tied tied like went ahead and and then uh third quarter you know zero zero and then they scored one in the fourth quarter so a couple questionable calls you know but <laughs> at the same time that's what happens sometimes when you're when you're playing at fcs fbs you got to get those bounces those calls uh, but I thought our guys played extremely hard, played well, competed, and uh, you know came up short. But uh, coming out of that, um, Big Al, I, I thought that um, we really showed a lot of grit, resilience, and, and just kind of the character of a team that um, that I knew that we have, and I know that we have. So there are some positives. Obviously, you want to win the game with all the different you know elements that were tied into it. But at the same time, you know, uh, saw a good football team play and. And then come back into the bye week, get healed up, go recruiting, do all those types of things. And the guys this week, the practice has been been outstanding. So uh, we're ready to get back uh, back at it. Well, and you've only played uh, two games at home so far this season at Zabel and four on the road. So I would think the majority of the remaining five are at home, uh, which is always a great place to play down in Williamsburg. You're four and two overall, two and one in the conference, and now number 13 in the country with those five games remaining. Uh, they, I talked to with uh, John Freeman, the voice of the Cavaliers, about every other week or so, and it seemed to me like Virginia was beginning to kind of come around and get 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 better evolve you know they lost uh, NC State because of stupid penalties they blew a game at uh, at Boston College they lost that by three and then of course the Madison game by one anyway that's Virginia's business what I was saying is they were coming around and they did uh, you know Muskin had a good game he threw for 232 and Perry Jones had a very good game 12 carries 134 and then Washington with 112 yards receiving um I know Emo didn't have his best game of the year last two weeks ago at Virginia, Coach. Yeah, um, they did a good job of uh, affecting some of the things that we've been really, really good at. Um, not having um, Bronson Yoder also added to it a little bit, but you know, some other I thought defensively played well. And you're right, you know, Big Al they played NC Tennessee, NC State, BC, you know, JMU, and so you know when you're playing an FBS opponent, you got to have all your components working and. Um, didn't have it, but at the same time, the effort and a lot of the things that we did were were were, uh, were competitive and successful. Uh, but like I said, they they beat us in the end on the scoreboard. They got a mm-hmm. they got a good team, a very talented team. Um, you know, it's just uh, I, I'm, I'm quite sure Coach Elliott will figure it out and, and get his guys back on the other side. You know, because um, you know them like everybody else, you're kind of at that midway point of the season where if you're in the thick of things guys are motivated if you're not 
then, you know, how do you keep them motivated to finish strong? And then there's some teams that just can't wait till the season's over, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. So we always have to always watch out for those types of elements. But um, like, like I said, it's, um, I saw a lot of guys up there, Quinn Blanding, Trey Nicholson. It was great, you know, Michael Rock. It was great to see guys that, you know, hopefully I had an impact on and, and we still have a, a, a professional and friendly relationship with. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot of memories. But, you know, at the same time, you know, you want to create the new ones, which we have been doing here right. in Williamsburg. And um, and that's that's the great thing about it. Well, I'm going to ask you a question you're probably darn tired of hearing. Uh, what is the update on, on Yoder? Uh, I mean, Emo does a great job running the ball. You're not dropping off a lot there. It's just a different type of running, I believe. Uh, but is Yoder uh, near coming back, Coach? I would I would say that's accurate right now. He's out of the sling, you know, and so there's a lot of things that are positive. And uh, but you know, as you said, you want the best opportunities. And and I think what you also mentioned for us, what's important going down the stretch here, there are several games that are at home, and so that home 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 field advantage and the atmosphere and things like that. So we're going to need everything that we we can get to uh, to have an opportunity to make that stretch run. But. Um, you know, this coming out of the bye week, a lot of guys got you know, soft tissue injuries. A lot of guys got better, got healed, moving forward, and and practices have been really highly competitive and energetic. So, you know, we're 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 ready. But you know, the first game up is you know is a, is a is a Townsend team that's coming in here to. To, to compete, I'm sure. Well, and here's the funny thing about Towson is they're zipping three at Johnny United Stadium up in Towson, and on the road they're two and one. And so usually those kind of stats are, or at least in figures, numbers are, are flip flop. And uh, this year it's the other way around for them. So they do well on the road. And uh, as I said, they're one and two in the conference. Uh, uh, Coach, tell us about Towson, the Tigers, and what their offense. What, where there's a threat from their offense to punch it in against you guys. And then, of course, on their defense, what can you uh, expose and get those openings for your offense? Yeah, you know, they, they, they have a, a kind of a spread offense, high tempo, impact, uh, you know, spread you out and, and run the ball, but also get it out on the perimeter. Um, you know, they're, they're, their offense is productive. They're very – very fast team, and so they, they want to make you, you know, create the one-on-one scenarios. So you got to tackle open field. If you miss, then everybody else is manned up somewhere else, and then they, they get big plays out of that. Um, they're uh, they have a really high impact All-American uh, young man named Diego, who is there also the kick returner, punt returner. He's part of the backfield set that they have. He can go the distance. You know, he, he's he's competitive. He's done it, I don't know how many times, maybe 10, 11 times this year in a game where he's had explosive returns in play. So they like to get the ball into his hands. And then a tight end at six foot six, do they like to create the matchups with your, your outside backer your, or your down safety? And, and they, you know, they, they try to impact uh, you with your, his skill set against yours. And then uh, defensively, their two outside rushers, they're pretty good. You know, I, I look at, you know, there's a lot of good teams in the CAA, as you know. Um, I think we got really, really yeah. the best two. Uh, Albany's got them. Um, you know, they, they they have two outside guys that get after it. You know, Richmond has you know some some good players up front. A lot of teams have good players up front, but they impact the game by their pass rushing and, and putting pressure on the quarterback. So it's going to be you know critically important that we that we you know if we're going to attack the edge that we block those guys. If we're going to drop back and pass that we maybe you know chip them or, or do something to help Darius. You know. Build a ball, but and then the last thing I say, Al, is that 
they, they were in like three of their games in the, like the third, like the fourth quarter, driving, and then you know turnover or or not converting or something like that. You know, you'll put them on the opposite side, the negative side of the ledger. But again, um, fast team, athletic, uh, have playmakers that can go to distance. So we got to be smart. We got to be where we're supposed to be, and then. Uh, continue to have this energy that we have we've been, we've been showing in practices right now as we know there are no easy outs in the caa uh even though stony brook is zipping six or they're probably you, know, you go up there to play them i mean if a team goes up there to play them it's not going to be an easy out you know it's on the road and they're in the caa so they'll be playing tough so whomever you're playing towson uh this week and the other uh, four games remaining are going to be tough outs the guy's got to buckle it up and get after it as you know as ray tate used to say buckle the chin strap you know you can't just roll out the helmets is what he used to always say <laughs> uh, boy. Right. Yeah. yeah as a matter of fact coach if I'm not mistaken, boy, it just hit me. I think he passed away on this day 11 years ago. Really? Oh, no. Yes, sir. I think so. Wow. I think so. And, and, and October, uh, October 19th. Yes, sir. Great, great friend of the just great friend, mentor, role model. A lot of things that uh, that Ray did. You know, it helped my career. And I also like to mention that you know Lou Anderson. You know, passed yes. away not too long ago, and I'm I'm going to awake. Today and his funeral is tomorrow, so it's somber. I've been, uh, you know, been thinking about him and, and his impact at Maggie Walker, Marshall Walker, Armstrong High School, Virginia State. You know, so it's uh, yeah. You bring up, you know, you bring up uh, those are two names that uh, people have had in, have had an impact mm-hmm. on my life for sure. And um, you know, so yeah. anyway, thanks, thanks. And a lot of people, thank you for bringing up Lou Anderson. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the week, I believe, and I'd seen that. And I remember him, of course, when he was coaching the Mighty Trojans high above the Appomattox down at Virginia State University. <laughs> <laughs> I grew I grew up with uh, a par five from the Appomattox. So there you go. In, hey, big in, Yes, sir. So I remember I was a part-time <laughs> assistant at University of Richmond in 89, 90, and um and Lou uh, Coach Anderson was the head coach of Virginia State and I remember he was uh he was he hired me for like two weeks <laughs> and uh, and then and then but uh, Coach Laycock ended up yeah, I'll give you a full time job a car benefits I'm like okay gotta go but but I, I always remembered that Coach Anderson hired me for my first full time job when he was at Virginia State uh-huh. so. I'd always uh, stay stayed in contact and just remember that. But anyway, uh, good man, great man. Yeah, that uh, that's yeah. You'll, you'll never forget that. And then, like I said, I think it was uh, it was eleven years, twelve years. Godly. Now I'm drawing a blank on it. It was 2011, I believe, when he passed away. So it would have been 12 years ago. I think it's today, October 19th. Anyway, wow. and I don't think I have the year wrong, but uh, you know, as you, get, as you get older, Coach, and I'm older than you are, it start, things start to fade a little bit. you got to go back and look them up. Anyway, uh, let me ask you this. Coming out of the break, uh, or the bye week, and you, you talk about soft tissue injuries and pain. Everybody plays hurt at this time of year. You can't play the injured player. Like Yoder, but everybody's got a nick of bruise, something that aches when they turn a certain way or move a certain way. So the, this came at a great time uh, for y'all, as I mentioned when we first got on the air. And I'm glad it was in the middle of the season like that, and you can rejuvenate and open a can of whip butt on the Towson Tigers this Saturday, Coach. That's the goal, Big Al. I, I, I tell you what, 
when I get up out of this chair and you get up out of that chair, there's some soft injuries that we still have that we haven't quite healed. So <laughs> these young guys are out there getting it done, putting, you know, Vic Sab, CBD cream or whatever you call it. I don't know what they call it, but they're out there getting ready to go. But you're right, opening and closing doors, you know, that soft yeah. tissue injury gets reenacted. Uh, you know? I, I can't outrun a, a, a turtle, and I can't get over, I can't jump over an Ashland phone book anymore. Jeez. Anyway, well, anyway, we got off topic there, but it just it hit me all of a sudden about, about uh, Ray, and then you brought up Coach Anderson as well. So uh, some things even transcend a football game coming up. We'll take a pause yeah. and think about those that help get us where we are. Anyway, good luck on Saturday. I've uh, uh, Certainly pull for pulls for you guys against Towson Tigers and get to five and two and three and one in the conference and get back up top of the conference before it's all said and done. I know coaches don't like to talk about the following weeks, but you do have three at home and two on the road to wrap up the season and get into the playoffs. So thank you for your time as always, Coach. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Big Al, and, and you're listening always. So thank you for bringing up Coach Tate and then uh, and allowing me to bring up Coach Anderson, yes. two, you know, two very influential people in my coaching career. So mm-hmm. I know you're being friends with Coach as well, so thank you. Appreciate it. Well, you can bring up anything, including uh, cockroach races, if you're running some, so let me know. <laughs> thank you, as always. Coach Michael London from Williamsburg and William & Mary. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. All right. We'll take a pause. It's 8.50, 10 minutes till 9. We shall return, and uh, that's, uh, that's a good man there. I've uh, always been a fan of Mike London, and uh, just a good man, good family man, and uh, good, good – uh, you know, he talked about his dad a couple of weeks ago, and you know, and he just, uh, I think, anniversary when he had passed away. So, anyway, let's take that pause. It is 8.50, 10 to 9, and uh, you heard the weather about, oh, I don't know, 14, 15 minutes ago, and it sounds like it's going to be a pretty day today. So enjoy the fall before the cold winds of winter blow in here off the Great Lakes and everywhere in between up north. All right, stay with us. We shall return. This is 1061 ESPN. I'm Miguel at Sports Fund. Robert DeBruce on the side of the glass, and our number is 327-0888. Stay with us.